thank you for coming on to the podcast, Emilio. Thanks. Glad to be here. Thank you. Well, today we continue our discussion on integrating with automotive platforms as we dive into Connect DDS and how that integrates with the well-known automotive platform, Autosar. So in order to kick things off, I'd like to just ask you a high-level question for our audience. What is Autosar? How is it used and why is it important? Okay, so first uh, things first, uh, AUTOSAR stands for Automotive Open Systems Architecture, and it is basically a consortium of automotive companies structured in tiers and workgroups. That will be about a 100 companies that can either be core, premium, or development partners. So what these groups do is define through formal specifications a comprehensive and, I shall say, massive software architecture for automotive platforms. The main aim of all this is basically to foster a healthy market of suppliers that offer interoperable components that companies at the top of the food chain can tap into. So as an ending note, I believe we should clarify that Autos are actually hosts two different platforms at this point. The first one and the oldest one uh, will be the classic platform, which has been around for quite some time now. And it is intended to be deployed in networks of very resource-constrained microcontrollers and which are communicating as well over relatively low bandwidth channels. And then there is another side of things that's auto, autos are adaptive, also known as the adaptive platform. And that is a new development aiming for the increasingly powerful components involved in assisted and autonomous driving and also maybe infotainment and things like that. Out of the two, you just mentioned that Autosar Adaptive can assist autonomous driving, autonomous systems. How does Autosar Adaptive integrate with DDS? Okay, so um, through participation in the intra-vehicle communications group, working group, RTI and other supported companies have specified what's called a network binding. And this will be within the context of the communications management functional cluster, okay? And this makes DDS a first-class citizen in the Autosar Adaptive Communications Management world. Now, um, in the classic platform, there is no formal specification of DDS integration so far, and there may never be one, but we have customers that are really interested in bridging this two things, Autosar Adaptive and Autosar Classic. So we are developing what's called a CDD, a complex device driver, that basically will pack our core libraries and will offer the standard DDS APIs to classic applications and to classic platform integrators. And please note that these are normally, again, very limited systems in terms of volatile memory, persistent storage, and CPU frequency. Great. I want to take a moment and talk about active Autosar users, people who are currently using this in their autonomous systems. Can you talk about how our customers are benefiting from this integration? Okay, so um, DDS and Connext in particular have been present for some time now in the automotive world and in many kinds of vehicles and engineering environments as well. But the challenge now is to bridge that experience and our product features into different Autosar use cases. So before we continue, I think I should clarify that Autosar 
is in general a very tool assisted development environment. So systems are normally modeled like in high level languages, sometimes even with a strong visual component. And then those models are fed into code generators that produce buildable source generally in C or C++. And with this in mind, our roadmap has a strong focus on integration with various commercial AutoSAR toolsets, making sure that automotive OEMs and tier ones can add DDS connectivity to their designs without changing how they work and the tools they use. This applies to both AutoSAR Adaptive and Classic. I kind of want to steer the conversation now and talk about maybe some resources for the listeners that are tuning in who might be interested in um, diving a little bit deeper into this subject and wanting to uh, learn more and um, where they can get those sort of resources at on our website or an Autosar website. Okay, so um, they are in for quite a ride, I would say. Um, first, I think they should get familiar with AutoSAR in general through the introductory material, as you already mentioned, at autosar.org. And once you understand what the classic and adaptive platforms are about, uh, and you have decided which one fits your needs, then you should proceed to read the platform specifications or at least the introductory parts associated with each functional cluster. And then you will be ready to begin reading on specific topics, such as the communications management functional cluster, and if you are interested in DDS, of course, then the DDS network binding. Well, Emilio, I want to thank you very much for the explanation and the clarification on AutoSAR and how this integrates with DDS. Before we go, though, RTI is going to have a presence at CES mm -hmm. um, for the first time. Can you talk a little bit about RTI's presence there and what that'll look like? Yeah, RTI will certainly have a presence there at the Automotive Hall, and we plan to host their panels, meetings, and partners from autonomous driving companies using RTI's products. And last but not least, an interactive demonstrator that will show how DDS can be the communications backbone of modern vehicles, connecting everything from purpose-specific microcontrollers to high-performance AI-powered assisted and autonomous driving computers. That's most definitely something that people wouldn't want to miss. Yeah, yeah. Stay tuned for that. So I want to thank you um, for coming onto the podcast and shedding some insight uh, on this topic. And uh, we hope to have you back soon. Yeah, glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Emilio.